Hello, I'm Nick Cater, Executive Director of the Menzies Research Centre and a columnist with The Australian. Today's column looks at evidence that Australians are surprisingly optimistic about their country, despite the pandemic. In the latest monthly survey from Ipsos, What Worries the World?, 52% of Australians included COVID-19 amongst their top three concerns, which ranks as fourth alongside Malaysia, 76%, Japan, 59%, and South Korea, 57%. Curiously, the virus is more greatly feared in countries that have escaped the worst of the pandemic. The coronavirus death rate in the four most fearful countries is below the global average. It is as much as 13 times lower in South Korea and 15 times lower here. It demonstrates an aspect of the human psyche well known to torturers and psychiatrists. An anticipated fear, laden with uncertainty, frequently drives emotions more powerfully than the anticipated experience itself. A second paradox that emerges from the survey defies a simple explanation. In the middle of the biggest turmoil most of us have experienced, we've become more optimistic about the future of the country. In the September 2019 survey, 57% of Australians agreed that their country was on the wrong track, while 43% thought it was heading in the right direction. In the July 2021 survey, the figures were reversed. 58% thought we were heading in the right direction, with 42% saying we were on the wrong track. This revival of Shilby rightism is so sudden and unexpected, it's tempting to dismiss it as a rogue finding. We've clocked up debt that will fall on the shoulders of generations not yet born. Some significant strategic gaps have emerged. China has become more aggressive. And we've been, and we've been exposed to a horrible new kind of virus that may well have been deliberately made in a Chinese laboratory. Yet the sanguine story told by the Ipsos data is solid and consistent. Australians flipped from negative to positive between April 2020 and the following month and have remained confident about their nation's future ever since. Australians have become less worried about a lot of things since the coronavirus jumped to the top of the hierarchy of fretfulness. Climate change is the exception. It's a top-order issue of concern for 28% of Australians, up 3% since the start of the pandemic. It is hardly the consensus for catastrophe that some may imagine, but it is high enough to place us third behind Canada, 32%, and Germany on 30%. We are four points ahead of France, six ahead of the UK, and 10 points ahead of Sweden, where they have other threats on their mind, which I'll come to. Excessive concern about climate change does appear to be a first world problem, a bogeyman whose claws become more menacing when there are no other fiends in sight. In Russia, 68% say poverty and social inequality is a top-order issue, but only 4% agonise over climate change. Six out of ten South Africans are concerned about unemployment, but only 3% about climate change. More than 50% of Malaysians include political and financial corruption in their top three concerns, but only 1% include climate change. Australians, if anything, have become less worried about a lot of things since the coronavirus came into view. We're less anxious about unemployment, which was rated a top-order concern by 30% of Australians in September 2019, but only 26% last month. Barely one in five Australians is troubled about poverty and social inequality, a fall of 5% since July 2020, placing them third from bottom on the ladder ahead of the US and Saudi Arabia. 
A federal independent corruption watchdog is hardly the urgent priority that Labour and the Greens would have us believe, judging from this survey. Only 21% of Australians are troubled about corporate or public malfeasance, placing their country some distance behind the winner, South Africa, on 60%. Aficionados of Netflix drug cartel dramas will not be surprised to learn that Colombia comes second in the corruption stakes, 55%, and Peru third, 53%. Netflix also helps to explain, a little, the pattern of concern about crime and violence. Mexico is second at 57%, and Chile third at 47%, fourth is South Africa again on 41%. But the country that outranks all three is Sweden, where 63% say crime and violence is a top-order issue. The result may come as a surprise to anybody still infatuated with the so-called Scandinavian model, but not those who have been following the consequences of the country's soft border policy since the 2015 Middle Eastern refugee crisis, when Sweden admitted more migrants per capita than any other European country. It's not been a story on which the mainstream media has been comfortable to dwell, yet Sweden's official crime statistics paint a disturbing picture. The molestation of women rose by 45% from 2016 to 2019 and rapes by 18%. In recent times, the focus has been on the rate of gun violence, once one of the lowest in Europe, but now one of the highest. When six women were shot dead in the space of five weeks earlier this year, the head of the National Organisation for Women's Shelters, Jenny Westerstrand, tried to blame COVID-19, saying women facing domestic abuse had not been able to seek help. Government Minister Marta Stenevy blamed gender inequality, saying violence against women was deeply, deeply rooted in Swedish society. The pattern and location of the crimes, however, concentrated in towns and suburbs where the new migrants have settled, suggests a far more obvious, if uglier, explanation. A report by the philanthropic organisation The Good Society earlier this year found that the number of crimes committed by immigrants outnumbered those of Swedish-born criminals in absolute terms. Sweden's experience serves as a reminder of the sound judgment of Australians when they elected Tony Abbott to government in 2013 on a promise to secure the borders. It also becomes clearer why 70% of Swedes think their country's on the wrong track and its political and media elite are frozen in denial while Australia surfs a wave of sunny optimism. 